Hello, welcome back to the Passion Project. Again, my name is Alex Adams, and today we'll be talking to Alex Sutcliffe about his uh, passion for art. He's an artist who graduated from the Nova Scotia College of Art and Design, and we actually worked together for many years coaching tennis at the Rideau Tennis Club and now Sports Center, I think. And uh, hey, Alex, how's it going? Doing great, Alex. How are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. So we'll just jump right into things. Um, when did you start making art and were your parents influential on your beginning in with art? Yeah, I think uh, I was really lucky because I was encouraged from a young age and my mother inherited a tradition of art. And uh, so did she, she, I think she got that from her mom as well. Mm -hmm. um, they never ended up pursuing it into a career uh, my mom went into business instead. And, you know, that was like a good choice for her because she did really well. But unfortunately, she, you know, passed away uh, a little while back. And um, I think I just kind of wanted to carry on that sort of, I think she always wished she would uh, go into the arts. Um, did you guys, did you guys ever do kind of art together or drawing together or was it more just she encouraged you when you did the art or made art? Yeah, I think unfortunately, like she worked so much that we didn't have a whole lot of time. Okay. But yeah. uh, we definitely, like I do have some fond memories of like seeing her draw like out of her imagination. And mm -hmm. like as a kid, I was like, whoa, like that's crazy. Cause she was really good at it. Um, but she would like put me in art classes and whatnot. So I had um, some formalish training i mean as much as like our classes are very informal a lot of the times yeah. but how how old were you oh from since i was little because I, I always kind of like showed some sort of interest in it i think from mm -hmm. a really young age so they wanted to like encourage that you know so I, I guess like you know even in you know kind of like as far back as i can remember oh wow okay yeah but whether or not it was like, a, like the, the art classes weren't like every day or anything. They were like maybe once a week. Like I was also doing like other things. So. And would you do art on your own when you're a kid? Kind of like not just in the art class setting. Yeah. Yeah. I was also inspired by my dad because he was a producer for film for a while. Oh, wow. Okay. And he, he actually helped produce like Ren and Stimpy or no, not produce, but he knew the animators who mm -hmm. made that and um, he would show me like original animation slides from some that he had from the animators. And it's actually kind of like a cult film now. I don't know if you're familiar with Ren, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, no. You know, you know, SpongeBob, eh? Yeah. yeah. Spon like SpongeBob was inspired heavily by Ren and Stimpy. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It was the like OG kind of like mm -hmm. groundbreaking cart. Uh, I mean, it was, meant for kids i guess but well, the cartoons they used to make were for adults like it's so funny <laughs> yeah you look at now you're like whoa yeah anyway, yeah, yeah so um you can see like the influence in spongebob from that show oh, that's cool. i don't know if my dad still has them they're probably worth money because they were like the actual animators uh drew them and i would so i see these animation slides and like when i was i think like three years old I made like my first little mini animation, but it was just like three drawings of like a fish <laughs> okay. or something. So. Yeah, that's cool. And so when you 
kind of got a bit older and and you went to Canterbury High School in Ottawa for, for the arts. How did that kind of come about? Like by that time, were you really kind of dead set on being an art or did it kind of come out of nowhere or how did that all happen? So we were, we were living in the U.S. Like I was born and raised in Chicago and I did some like art classes and whatnot every once in a while. And then during the recession, um, basically my dad's work visa got denied. So my parents were both Canadian citizens. So we just had to go back to Canada. Mm -hmm. And then um, we were in Canada for a little bit. Yeah, we were in Ottawa. And then, you know, my parents were just like, hey, like there's an arts high school because it was coming around. Like I was in grade seven. So I did like grade six, seven and eight. Mm -hmm. And then in grade, I think it was in grade eight. At some point, my parents were like, oh, it's worth applying to this school. And I was just like, oh, like more homework. <laughs> okay. So you're a bit kind of begrudgingly going into yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They usually get like, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of like people who like apply and whatnot. Uh, mm -hmm. It's weird. It's kind of like almost applying to university. But like, yeah. And how did, how did you enjoy doing the arts when you got into to Canterbury? Oh, it was great. Like it was a great school because the difference really is that people who go to Canterbury mostly want to be there because they actually like applied to get in like for the arts. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could always get kicked out of the school. If, oh, wow. If, if you like fucked around, you know, like, mm -hmm. I mean, it'd be hard to get kicked out if yeah. you, unless you really like didn't try or like really, mm -hmm. I don't know. it's not like they were kicking kids out, but you know, there was like at least some sort of like motivation in that sense. So I think it was a little bit more organized. There's a different like energy, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, no. And, and as you went kind of up the grades at Canterbury, did you feel more and more, Hey, this is kind of something I'm really into. I want to go into it after Canterbury after high school. Yeah. It just felt almost like a natural, like I had no other skills and anything like <laughs> I mean I like sports but like the amount of competition in sports just makes it like you have to be in the 0.1% to even make any money at it mm -hmm. like and to get there you are you have to have like the perfect body <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah. like a lot of money too because the amount of calories you have to eat and the amount of training like you can't have like a job really if you want to be in sports because you just have to train all the time. There's a lot, of, I don't know, you have to like, anyway, so, but when I was a kid, I'm saying this because like when I was a kid, I imagined myself either being like an athlete or an artist or something. Okay. I guess those are two things that I was drawn to. Mm -hmm. So after high school, you know, I had like, I was um, at the bottom of the math class and I'm I was never that good at like writing or anything. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the heck am I going to go to university for? Obviously, <laughs> just what I'm kind of good at. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so you transitioned and you went to the Nova Scotia College of Art and Design. Was there kind of a test for it? And, and was that kind of your number one school to go to? Or how did that kind of come about? Uh, some of my professor, or sorry, no, my teachers in high school, a couple of them said that, like, you might like this uh this place because uh, they also had 
friends that taught there, they knew, and they also kind of just knew of the school. And I didn't want to stay in Ottawa because I just wanted to like get out. And I think sometimes that's important, like leaving where you were growing up in, you know, mm-hmm. changing yeah. scenes. Um, and also one of my friends was uh, going to the school. So I thought it would be a good idea to, uh, to go. Yeah. Just to go. It made sense. It was like, uh, we both got in and like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a couple and, of people. And, and how did, how did going to kind of college or, or university just for, for art influence your, the art you make now and, and at that time? So I think it's like an interesting thing. Like the more, the more distance I get away from it, the more like criticisms I have of school. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, it's not in the way that like other programs might, you might have criticisms of like, for instance, um, I think, I think, um, I think it was, it was good for me, like, because it opens you up to a lot of different experience like people who have experience in the art world mm-hmm. and like you're forced to meet them and they're like paid to care about your work yeah. and like give you attention, which is nice. And you're also like forced to be around people who have some sort of similar goal. So yeah. it gives you some sort of like a little bit of energy that you maybe wouldn't have known where to look for. And it challenges you as well in the ways that you need to be challenged. But at the end of the day, there's nothing that a university, like an art university provides you that you can't do on your own now. And I think that's maybe has a little bit to do with technology, but also has something to do with like the, the difficulty of teaching art and the way that it sort of like the art schools exist in this, in this sort of particular system that we're in. Like as an art school, you have to choose really what you're after because there are some like sorts of s- scenes or like sort of some sorts of like genres under the art umbrella that are sort of in the pipeline of making money. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, you know, architecture is kind of a form of art, you know, yeah. you have to design, yeah. design industrial design, mm-hmm. like maybe fashion, like those things are a little bit more like safer bets, if that makes sense. Or like yeah. say yeah. like illustration or like, 3D design industry that's kind of made for for a lot of kind of real world applications that isn't more kind of a hobby or or kind of artistic because like that's what people buy paintings in in this field is to kind of almost for show I mean it's really interesting in my opinion but it's not kind of we're not building schools or whatever um, like architecture and other kind of things that you mentioned yeah exactly I guess I would say like those sorts of uh, careers have like actual root, like rule books and guidelines. Mm-hmm. If you study math, there's a right way and a wrong way to do something. Um, and maybe if you get to like an extremely high level, maybe you can debate that. But it's something you, that drew you to art that there was no right or wrong way. It was just kind of expressing yourself. Yeah. I think that's what, I think that's one thing that is really awesome about specifically like visual art is that you can just like borrow things from anywhere without having to really like, like um, to be that thing itself. Like you can be like, you know, you can take like literally anything from anywhere. Like I could take an image off of the internet mm-hmm. and put it somewhere in the specific context or whatever and be like, that's mine now. And I'm using it for this reason or whatever. Yeah. And I don't have to 
explain that. But if you're in any other profession, you do like if, you know, you're doing something with literature, I guess, I don't know, maybe literature is also free in that sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, but you're, you can't do that if you're like working in a design company or something. Yeah. Paint uh, for your art. I mean, um, do you kind of balance, like with your time, do you kind of allocate time to do kind of the more, uh, the art with the technology and then allocate other time to just, you know, make money and make commission off, or is it kind of a more 70, 30, or how does that work for you? Uh, it's hard, it's hard to tell exactly. I spend just like most of my time just doing, um, the, whatever's the top priority. Like sometimes I have more commissions than other times. Like Mm -hmm. the other week I had, uh, 15 paintings that were due like for a hotel mm-hmm. and so I had to like um, finish those off really quick but now I'm working more on these like uh, gallery pr- proposals and things so and, and what are um, what are the grants like like what's that whole process like for for that kind of stuff yeah so I guess it's similar to how the sciences kind of work in that regard like you're doing like I'm doing research on my work in the form of like whatever ideas I'm using to communicate through it and I basically have to like you know present that in a way like in they they have requirements so they're like what's your depending on the grant or whatever it's like what's your project like you know, uh, what's this and what's that, what's your budget, you know, mm-hmm. um, how would you do this? What's the timeline? And then you, you know, you just have to like, I guess it's pretty similar to the sciences. Yeah. In that. Interesting. And they award like money based on what they think has the most merit. And so if you, so is this through like, is this through galleries or is this through universities or colleges? Like where you went, like how's, and then, um, does it is it like almost like you're getting published in like the art world is that kind of a is it like a significant thing if you were to get the grant or win the yeah yeah in a way it's kind of like getting published because people who are into like art and finding artists will go and look at uh um, grant recipients and if you have that on your curriculum it makes you look like a more accomplished artist who whose work might be worth more you know and um they're awarded for, so like there's different sort of establishments. There's uh, the Canada council. So the government, and then there's also like the provincial uh, awards. So like Nova Scotia has their own thing. And there's also like private um, associations or like private, whatever companies there and whatnot that like um, will, you know, create awards for, they, like there's Bank of Montreal, you know, there was the RBC, you know, there's like big banks and like institutions will do that. And, and what have you want? Have you won any of these grants? And what were the paintings if you if you did do like win them? Yeah, I got one from the Bank of Montreal. For okay. Painting. Um, and I've gotten uh, several from like through my university. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also just gotten like... Uh, gallery shows at um uh good galleries so not too much yet but 
it's um, a starting point, you know, like I just graduated. So I'm just still, still in the, uh, still a newbie, right? Yeah. And is there like a painting that you really like that you've done, like worked with like either recently or like back, um, like, you know, maybe when you're in uh, school or even in high school, is there somewhat like one piece of art that you you're really kind of proud of? Yeah, well, I think the latest work that I'm doing is usually like sort of my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'll just pull up one that I like. Is it on your Insta? I have I put your I put up your Insta just because I wanted to uh like uh just like look at them just if like I th- something came up. Is it on your Insta? Yeah, yeah, it's on my Instagram. Is it is it a recent one? Or- yeah, it's the uh third one the one where it's like kind of a um like you took a picture with yourself beside it it's like a untitled yeah that is cool so what is that exactly because it, it looks like almost i can't even describe it but it's very it looks like a cool picture but you made that yeah 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 the way it works is i'll be so it's a combination of like a digital painting and a physical painting. So there's a digital painting that I made uh, with the intention of um, having uh, real paint on top. And the kind of like blurry stuff you see in the background is the digital painting. And I print, I got that printed onto canvas and okay. attached it to a surface. And then on top where you see those kind of like, like, uh, negative shapes that are kind of round and like elongated yeah a little bit like beh- it almost feels like behind it is that yeah like, it's like yeah. yeah so those are cut out sections so what i did was i painted a painting so i have this process that i developed where i can put multiple layers of paint on top of one another okay and i can control my ability to remove um any sections like very specifically so okay um like if you think about i mean this is something you kind of like you kind of have to see to like totally get but essentially when you're normally painting all the paint layers stick together and you cannot like get back to the you know original Mm -hmm. paintbrush stroke that you made underneath Mm -hmm. but uh what i've done is I uh, will make a painting. I, I put varnish over top of it and that acts as re- a resist. So the varnish will resist the next layer of paint that I put on, but it yeah. won't resist it too much that the layer will fall off. It will just like be able to be excavated off. So now I can stack layers of um, paintings on top of each other and then dig back into them with a knife and like cut out. Um, Interesting. And so, and so, so you said you have a digital image or like painting. So is that on top? Is that kind of on top and then, or is it all paint? And then like, how, like what's, yeah. The, yeah. So the digital painting is beneath everything and that's oh, the blurry okay. stuff. Okay. And then the real painting is on top and that's the, like those shapes that um, are kind of, it's kind of hard to explain it's it's everything that's not the stringy circular elongated shapes okay yeah no so, kind of circular elongated shapes 
that mm-hmm. look like it looks like if you took um like a circular stamp and just kind of dragged it along the surface you know mm-hmm. so those shapes are actually the negative space so those are the opposite of the top layer of paint yeah <laughs> yeah it yeah. almost looks the same like i removed from the uh, top layer it almost looks like an optical illusion like I, I keep looking at it and it's coming at me and going away from me at the same time it, it's kind of i don't know if that makes any sense but it's 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 cool that way um is there how did you kind of get into that like was it is that is that your own style that's never been done before or is it something that you kind of found out about and then kind of tried to recreate in your own way yeah so it's a bit of both like doing reductive like making paintings reductively where you build up and then you reduce certain parts or like dig back into it that's something that's been done forever like throughout history um but um doing it in this specific way is is not something that's been done before like i haven't seen anybody do exactly what i do but i'm not gonna sit here and pretend like i don't have any influences or ever like um because any artist that tells you that they're completely original and that they don't have any influences is fucking bullshitting that's (laughs) and that's it's weird though because that's something that like a lot like historically and that's sort of the mantra in like what um popular culture believes about artists like people think like oh artists are just originally unique people who you know were born geniuses and can like figure out shit that nobody can think of it's not true at all so i'm I, i'm basically like totally open to like all my influences and, and whatnot and um, what- but in this particular thing i'm doing is not um it's not um, it's like not it's original to to me if that makes sense yeah yeah no for sure and do you feel like every time you make an artwork that has that kind of layering process and um like with the digital technology digital art and then um kind of a normal painting do you feel like you're almost getting better at it or does it feel just more you're exploring what you want to find yeah i feel like i'm getting better at it like every time i look back at the work i did a year ago uh, I can notice like the improvement and that makes me feel really good about it. Just to know that like, it's like, if it's the same as like sports, like when you really, really practice something um, and you're, you're watching yourself get better at it. Uh, it feels like it makes you feel good, you know? Yeah, no, no, for sure. You know? Yeah. But yeah, no, for sure. I, I definitely get that, but it's kind of, is there something that you like, are you working on anything like that now or does it, and also does it feel like almost a letdown when you go from like that really cool stuff to like painting for a hotel? Like, does it kind of feel like, Oh, like I'm back to kind of making my money instead of being as creative. Yeah. Sometimes I, um, it's, it's, I think it's like a bit of a balance, you know, like I can't all the time be like at peak creativity, but I also can't all the time just do like, um, sort of creative less work or like, like doing, um, commissions for people as fun as it is, it's not something I'd want to do forever all the time because at some point it's just like, just you're repeating a technical skill. Mm-hmm. Like it's so, tedious. Yeah. So like, you know, it'd be like doing the exact same 
yeah move every day <laughs> yeah yeah no i get that no it's kind of like um like working in a factory almost like always put you know putting the you know assembling parts together or something like that where it's always the same i guess i mean i guess a little bit different but the same tools same process all that right so yeah yeah, yeah. no that's interesting but uh and do you have any do you like work with artists to like come together with like like artwork that's the same or um uh like by both like you or multiple artists is that is a kind of a lot of collective art or is it mostly individual in like the art world yeah so like we're actually doing um this uh proposal together for a gallery it's actually in ottawa and uh yeah hopefully we'll be able to get a show there it's downtown it's at a place called the karsh slash mason like i guess there's two different um uh gallery spots okay um one of them is is k-a-r-s-h and one of them is is mason Mm m-a-s-s-o-n um they're uh run by the government i think so they're like like research council or is is that something different um i think it might be something different they're like they're owned by the city or something so anyway basically they're not so there's a difference in galleries there's commercial galleries and there's non-commercial galleries and then there's like museums and everything else uh commercial galleries are just places that are businesses and they just want to sell paintings to people yeah. non-commercial galleries who you know it would actually look bad if you sold painting like work through non-commercial galleries because usually they're funded by the government or by taxpayers so mm-hmm. it's sort of like we're protecting the arts by using you know taxpayers funding to promote so, so it they still buy it off you but it's not a profit like say that again they, they don't buy the like the non-commercial galleries um are just about showing artwork okay but i like, i meant for the artists like do they still get paid or is it more kind of a you know for the art for the love of it kind of like here's a painting I've done. I love it, but I, I know I'm not going to really make money. Yeah. It's totally just for the love of the art, basically. Like okay, cool. we wouldn't get paid at all for having a show like at the gallery. It would mm-hmm. be, you know, which kind of sucks, but I think it's a necessary step if you want to, because you got to just like get your work out there. You know, maybe there'd be a better system that, you know, wouldn't, because essentially like people who um, can't afford to just make work for the love of it um, won't basically be able to like make work for the love of it for like those type of shows. Mm -hmm. Because that's a lot of work that goes into them, you know? Yeah, no, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, It's kind of, I find it kind of similar to to what I'm doing is like, I'm, I'm working in a lab at Chio and it's, it's like for but I, I it's kind of volunteer work i mean i might get paid but it's kind of the grunt work you have to do is just to get your foot in the door get yourself yeah. you know in there and then eventually hopefully you kind of will reap the rewards um i mean i think it's a bit different because if you're doing it for that you might probably have a bit more creative expression right it's not just or maybe like is do you do they give you like a mandate yeah. at the, thing with the non-commercial galleries you can basically do like whatever you want in yeah. it 
as long as you get accepted, like you're totally, so that's kind of what's fun about it. Like you make work that can't sell basically, like <laughs> a lot you know, a lot of art, um, shouldn't be bought and sold and can't be, you know, like, so th there needs to be some sort of way to like still experience those types of works that can't just be like commodified. And yeah, so I guess that's one way. And so what you, what you can do is you can get funding, you can get grant funding to, if you have an accepted gallery, like exhibition. So if I have this exhibition at, uh, in Ottawa and it would be in 2022 or 2023. So okay. it'd be kind of like a couple of years from now but I can apply for uh, funding from the government to like support uh, the work, which is actually kind of dope. And does that kind of pay for materials and, and kind of stuff like that? Yeah. It would pay for materials and like your living situation and all that. And so it would actually be pretty sweet. And how's the exhibition? Like, is it for like a month? Is it for two months? Is it for like, how does that kind of work? I think it would probably be for a month. I think maybe less maybe two weeks and do you kind of yeah. host it like is it a kind of a hosting process or there's probably going to be like a day or two where like i would be there at the exhibition to like just talk about the work or like mm -hmm. say what's up to people but <laughs> I wouldn't know. it would just be like up in the gallery that's yeah. cool that, that's if cool get, if we get the exhibition you'll have to come yeah no, i know i'll i'll definitely do it yeah and have you, have you ever had like work like that got into an exhibition like prior to this kind of, uh, this, um, what's the word? Um, I guess possible like opportunity. Okay, definitely. Let's see one second. I've had, I want to pull up my CV. I think I had like seven exhibitions. Wow. Sick. And was that before you grad? Like, like, was that also while you're in school too and stuff? Yeah, I've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, and then there's a tenth one. So, uh, ten exhibitions in the last three years. Wow, that's that's cool. And how did you feel when you got the first one? Like, that must have been a kind of cool moment. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was like. Uh, they're not all, so some of them were, uh, were like, um, group shows. Mm -hmm. So with other artists as well. Uh, but you know, I know like putting your work up somewhere for the first time, is kind of interesting. It's like, Oh, like, it's like putting up like a naked photo of yourself. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, I, 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 like now can see into your brain. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then you feel a bit judged too. Like, like maybe everyone thinks it's bad, or, or I mean, maybe if you're a bit narcissistic, you think everyone thinks it's the best thing ever. But uh, um, yeah, no, it's a interesting kind of. Yeah, you have to explain like whatever you're doing and have like mm -hmm. specific. There's constraints about it, you know. Like you're just so much. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom and forgiveness, which mm -hmm. I like. It's and unique. It's unique to the to that sort of art. And do you want to art where you have a bit of digital and a bit of um, concrete art uh, painting? Yeah, yeah. And I think the lines becoming even more blurry because as I like, I design a lot of my paintings in digital space before it becomes physical. And that's because you can do, you can have unlimited tries and unlimited versions in a physical space because it's not like, yeah. you know, and, um, 
so anyway, so I'll like, you know, do all this like creative stuff and like have like fuck up a whole bunch of times digitally. And then I'll be able to like take the best one and make it physical or something, you know? And how did you kind of come to that? Was, has, is there artists that are doing similar things to you or did, was that kind of your own complete own idea? Yeah, there's, there's tons of artists who are also working with uh, digital tools and processes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like I have a lot of influences um, and I look at a lot of artists work and I'm really inspired by it. I think what I'm really inspired by like the illusionary aspects. So like things that can be like in one place, but like they look one way, but they're really like calling back to something else. Yeah. Um, or um, the opposite, you know, like something in a digital space that like looks so real that you like, like what, like how can that be happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, um, there, is there a particular kind of, person that's influenced you in that kind of field yeah so there's um there's like a list of artists i would say you know i've been looking at like avery singer a lot because i think uh her painting is really interesting uh you you should look her up they're like um they're not the type of paintings that you'd like expect they don't really look like paintings they more look like uh, digital screenshots or something. Okay, cool, cool. And then there's um, um, Sarah Z. Mm-hmm. I like her work a lot too. And and is uh, it similar to to that kind of digital screenshot kind of? Yeah, she has like digital aspects in her. Oh, even um, David Hockney. He's like okay. a very old. Uh, famous artist okay and uh, he actually does a lot of ipad paintings now oh really yeah okay. and uh, he's really into like but he's like super famous okay and, uh, he's uh, really into doing like these landscapes on his ipad and what he does is he actually um so for his gallery shows he like presented his little like landscape works that he's done on his ipad but he actually takes the ipad he painted them on and puts them up in the gallery <laughs> and you can see them being made live like it's the history of the painting from the ipad like made on the ipad mm-hmm. and it's in the gallery it's kind that's of fun sick. that's so cool yeah yeah huh i've have you ever thought about doing something like that kind of yeah like i did want to put like a screen up i think actually in um hopefully if uh like me and a couple of artists propose work to a, a show or for a gallery in ottawa and it's okay. um uh, one downtown it's the car it's the karsh slash mason um gallery um i'm pretty sure it's run by the province okay all art gallery i think it's what's called also but anyways you know that would be way down the the road in a couple years and what's that what's that what's the art you guys are trying to make yeah exactly it's like this uh so one of the artists uh megan kayak monteith uh she makes these fantastic like uh landscape and figurative paintings mm-hmm. uh they're very uh pastorally uh okay. but she grew up in uh like she, she's indigenous and she grew up in uh Nunavut mm-hmm. and uh, oh. pond inlet and like she's been around all sorts of places mm-hmm. uh, and um so she has these really awesome like childhood memories growing up with like this indigenous culture and seeing sort of crazy things like you can imagine like like a beached whale wow made, like cut out like but imagine like the size of a whale if you're a little kid 
Yeah. It's just the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And uh, so then, you know, her uh, community would like uh, cut it up and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so she paints things like from her memories. Mm -hmm. And then um, my, the other artists that were applying with is uh, Atticus Gordon. And uh, he's been a friend for quite a while now. Like I've known him since high school. Mm And uh, he makes a lot of work that uh, speaks to like the logic and narratives in uh, culture through um, like disjointed and collaged uh, paintings about with like figurative elements and landscapey things as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then. Uh, and yeah. so what, what's the actual art that you guys are doing together? Is it kind of bringing all of your kind of uh, experiences and kind of abilities together into one kind of distinct uh, piece of work or is it kind of a more collaborative affair with everyone there I think it's more collaborative like there'll be some sculptures there'll be some installation-ish things there'll be some video pieces so so is this art gallery just you guys it's literally just all your work from all four of you yeah hopefully it would be us three in like a big space and we could just use, use it however we want uh, we, we all like painting a lot um for it's it, painting is funny painting is considered a dead art form as far as like the art world is considered i know like the lay person doesn't like even like when they think of art they think of painting right and it's like that's the sort of um default mode but in the actual like art bubble or art world uh, it's considered like a dead medium or a not like very like why would you make painting when there's like blah blah blah, blah right yeah it's not um, current, I guess. What is current then? What kind of um, what you're doing incorporating digital technologies? Oh, I don't even know. I think, I, you know, I think back in the past, there was like, maybe it's just that when you look back at history, it's easier to kind of like see a, a line of things that, that move through or like a narrative. But yeah. I think like um, historically in art, there was always like, sort of specific thing that was hot at the time that was going yeah. on like there was performance like or whatever yeah. and like there was like at like abstract expressionism at one point or like cubism like there's a specific thing that was like mm-hmm. this is the newest thing right now the newest fad yeah. and i think that's become harder to pin down because with the internet it's basically like dissolved all these boundaries between like the establishment and the anti-establishment and everything's just like these kind of like niche bubbles that are sort of like overlapping at some points and like kind of bouncing off one another. Mm. So it's harder to be like, oh, this is the thing. But, you know, like the thing has kind of always been the like, like site specific ish or like installation ish. Installation ish. What does that mean? Uh, so, like, you know. Uh, yeah, for site. site yeah. So site specific means something that is can only like this the site where the art is mm-hmm. like made or experienced is like very specific and integral to the work itself. Okay. So like if you're doing a projection on a building, oh, then okay. the building, but like the the content of the projection is like let's say uh, bouncing off like windows on the building or something like there's specific like components that are unique that to, needs to be there yeah. yeah yeah and then for installation it's more 
So you're installing some sort of like work into a place. So it's something that can't be easy. Like basically what it just means is something that can't really easily be transported and moved. Whereas like a a sculpture is kind of self-contained. It's usually like one kind of object that's like together. And like a painting is like, you know, just one thing. Yeah. An installation could be like, you know, a whole bunch of disparate like little pieces that are all like part of some sort of thing yeah and so and just to kind of cap wrap up um i was just going to ask you other than the, the art show that you mentioned which seems really interesting is there other kind of pieces of work that you've been working on or that you've recently done that you'd like to talk about or in the whole process of it yeah for sure i got a new painting that i just made the other day Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it because the first painting I made that is using uh, two prints. So like they're digital paintings I made mm-hmm. and then they're layered on top of one another. Okay. The second, the second layer of the painting was printed on by like some sort of sign printing machine. Okay. That's like an industrial printer. And I went you to, like did yourself? No, I, I got, I, I like, I basically emailed every a printer shop in Halifax and I was like can you print on this like non-traditional like acrylic bumpy surface oh, cool yeah and lots of them were basically all of them were basically like no okay and one was like hmm I maybe can do it does it have <laughs> like a flat back and I was like no it's hollow in the back and he was like well maybe it'll still work <laughs> and he put it on the machine and it printed yes but it came out blurry because apparently they have to use some sort of suction to keep it oh like, interesting what, i don't know how it works but there's some what, sort of like suction thing component what made you think of that um so like i've been doing a lot of the work digitally i think that has something to do with just wanting to experiment a lot with the new like mark making abilities of digital medias and things mm-hmm. but also because um i spend a lot of time at home especially during quarantine Mm-hmm. like we're in the we're, we're in the in the throes of uh, our lockdown right now mm-hmm. it's a little bit late nova scotia has been good for a long time but we're yeah. we're finally getting hit with a third wave that sucks uh, right right as america's opening up they're like yeah. everybody's vaccinated and i'm a, i'm an american citizen so <laughs> i'm like fuck dude i should buy a really cheap plane ticket to florida yeah exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly and then you can do some art there too yeah hell yeah <laughs> oh yes i guess so um, to talk about the work that you were doing with the, the the printing and then yeah yeah so like the second layer came out really well and then i um so i had it all planned out and what i do after i have two layers of images printed on top of each other is i cut off uh, and excavate pieces of the top layer and then oh. the bottom layer interacts with the top layer in interesting ways and anyways I'll m- i'm gonna make a post about the painting uh, okay cool cool i'll check it out so you can see it yeah, yeah I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited about that i think it looks pretty cool okay and uh wait so so you have the two layers and then what's you have a painting in between or how does that work yeah, like each layer is an image and the painting is the combination of both images. And um, and so you put it side by side or on top or how does that work? It's like uh, if you had, it's like kind of like a collage in a way. So like, let's say you stacked two photographs, one on top of the other, and then you cut out sections of the top photo. 
and you'd see parts of the photo underneath. Oh, cool. That's really interesting. Is that a, is that a kind of something that's done a lot in the art world or is that kind of more kind of your own creative kind of? Yeah, there's artists who work, work with that way. It's just, it's like a form of collage, I guess, in a way. Like there's like Anselm Kiefer's one who does that. Uh, Mark Bradford's another artist who does that. Um, but Gosh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of different artists who uh, work in this sort of reductive, mm -hmm. with this reductive approach. So it's the two layers and then you cut them out uh, kind of, and is there a specific way you like, you cut them out so that it shows one part of one painting or, or the image and another of the other, or is it kind of random or what, what's the thought process behind it? Yeah. So the thought process is like very random in a way, but also very not. Okay. So and I know I've been giving these like weird, not specific answers for everything. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of because it's just the nature of like creative work, you know, it's not, it's hard to um, exactly explain specifically what goes on because it's more of like a vibe. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. It's more of a vibe, bro. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. yeah. You know, what I mean by that is, so I'll have the two images that I want to combine and I'll stack them on top of each other in Photoshop and I'll make cuts and whatnot digitally Mm -hmm. reveal like them together and see how they look collaged in specific ways Oops. and then a whole bunch of these i can make a whole bunch of these versions i could literally make an endless amount of these versions if i wanted to but at some point i'm like kind of bored with it and i'm like whatever mm -hmm. let's just see what out of all the versions i've made which one i like the best and i kind of like narrow it down okay and i like that one the best and because i know all the steps i took to get there and i know exactly how i can translate that to a physical medium Mm -hmm. then I just do that. I just like make it uh, physically. That's and awesome. Yeah, that becomes painting. Oh, huh, that's great. And do you have, I guess, do you have any other kind of pieces of work other than that that you have in mind? Or is that kind of, you know, the next one? And then after you finish that on to the next one? Yeah, like I want to do, uh, sometimes I'll find a little piece in the painting that I like more than the rest of the painting and then i'll be like i want to take that and make that a new, a new work or inspire like a new thing and uh i've done that before and it's worked well oh great but um was there one sometimes I'm, sometimes I'm also like i think this is a dead end and then i just like have to just throw throw something else all together like yeah like it's mm -hmm. it depends but yeah yeah sounds good well, it sounds like artwork is is very specific and very non-specific at the same time. So yeah, that's a good uh, way of describing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Alex. I had a, a really good time, and uh, it was cool kind of talking to you about uh, art. Right on. Yeah. Thanks so much for uh, chatting, Alex. Yeah. It's been amazing. Thank you. Okay. And listeners, uh, we'll have another passion project soon, and uh, see you next week. <laughs>